Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This podcast provides insight into the Aquios Alliance, a buying group that connects private practices with trusted vendors and expert support. We will feature discussion with our vendor partners and optometrist members while we explore topics that will empower your independence. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Thrive with Confidence Industry Insights. I am Scott. Today, I am joined by Michelle, Ellie, and Kendall. Ladies, how are we doing today? Doing great. Fantastic, Scott. I'm doing well. How are you, Scott? I am awesome. Thank you for asking. Today, I would like to talk about websites and the evaluations of said websites. How often should people be taking a look at their websites? I think it's definitely something where um, as a business owner and even having your team updating your website, reviewing your website consistently, looking at it to make sure everything's up and running at minimum on a monthly basis. But when it comes to updating the website and content that you have available, looking at that frequently, um, doing a full rehaul every two years of a complete redesign would be recommended. Yeah. And I think the reason for that, Scott, is is like all things, there's trends with websites. I think that there are times where um, a certain look or appeal of the mass markets out there, um, it's important to kind of evaluate and kind of see um, that yours is keeping up to date. Right. And I know that's something that does take some time. Um, obviously it's important to maybe reach out and get some help with that, but keeping your website relevant and, and making sure that it's a true picture parallel to what you stand for in your practice, you know, you know, is it relevant to, to who you guys are? Yeah. I think, you know, you, you, you said something uh, earlier today, Ellie, was that people are, they're going, they're visiting you online before they visit you in, in, in your actual practice. Right. And so th- this needs to be a, a great representation of, of who you are. They, they, we, they should know and, and get an idea of, of, of the practice and what they are, what you're all about before they even walk through, through your front doors. I think we, we, we look at these websites all the time, right? We, we do evaluations and, and we're, we're looking at, at, what people can do. What are some things that you see on websites that need to be looked at on a regular basis or some some examples of some things that, that uh, you know need to be changed? I would just say, I think that one of the first things to really make always make sure you have current is your about me section. Um, if you're going to put your team members on there, I think it's great when offices do have team members on there. It gives them a little bit of insight about who's at the practice, gives it a little bit more personality, um, but you want to make sure that stays current. So you don't want to have it be filled with team members that haven't worked there in six months or, you know, you don't have new ones. I mean, it's okay if you need to put a coming soon slot or something, but that coming soon put spot should not be there for six months. It should really be updated as soon as possible. I would also add to that, you know, ensuring that you have current pictures of yourself as the doctor and all of the doctors that are working within the practice. Um as we continue to see younger generations coming into the practice, both to work and as a patient, they're wanting to look at who are they going to be seeing, right? Who is going to be, um, or maybe who are they going to be most comfortable with seeing? And I know that sounds kind of strange, but it helps to prepare them when they're coming into your practice. Additionally, I think linking your social media appropriately is an important component. Um, something that 
that a lot of times when we're kind of doing our evaluations on websites, uh, the links aren't necessarily working. Um, and then I know that we want those in a prominent area. Uh, we don't want to have to scroll all the way to the bottom of the page to be able to see those. We want our, those to be really accessible uh, to our to our visitors, to our websites. And if you are going to have them prominent, make sure your social media stays updated because if they click on it and they see the last update was, you know, four years ago, they're going to think, oh, they're not really in touch with today's technology and what people are doing or is the practice even still open? So when we're talking about social media and, and ha- having the link to our social media on our website and vice versa, I think we should have our, our website on, on our social media as well so we can you know link back and forth. Why, why is that so important? You got, you, you've all made it very clear that it needs to be on there. It needs to be prominent. Why? So part of that is to, like Kendall mentioned, ensure that you're staying up to date so that way the patient or potential patients coming to your practice know that you are relevant. Um, It's also important because it's helping to drive traffic to each of those areas, which helps with, for instance, your Google ranking. So in addition to updating content and being, you know, consistent in making those updates on your page, right, your social media, the additions you make there, it all kind of feeds in together to um, help with your Google ranking when someone searches an eye doctor in your area. Another thing that helps that, um, and Michelle, correct me if I'm wrong, but blog posting on both websites and social media, that also helps your Google ranking. So, so speaking of blogs, how, how often should we, should we keep those, those updated? I mean, I think that's a great thing to have on, on your website. It, it's, it's engaging. Um, it's, it's something for, for the patients to, to come back for, uh, but, but how, how often should you update a blog? I would say at minimum biweekly. Um, you know, if you're working with a website developer or have partnered with someone like iCare Pro, it's possible that you've joined in to where they're adding those blog posts for you. Um, but any additional content that you can add to that is also going to help. And I will add on to that, Michelle. I think that's a great point. But also look at and see, is it realistic? What would be a realistic update timeline for you, for your office? If you know that, you know, let's say that you have maybe you as the doctor and maybe a staff member updating it, if you realistically look at it and say, I can't put out a blog post every single week, then don't set that expectation. Maybe have one once a month or something and maybe even build up to that. But I think the biggest thing with blogs is keeping it updated consistently. So, um, you know, you don't want to run out of steam after about three weeks and then all of a sudden there's nothing for months and months. And now a word from our sponsor. Charmant is breaking the barriers for additional comfort by not only offering standard size eyewear, but also expanding the perfect fit opportunity for the narrow and wider wearer. To suit your patient needs, you'll find this new offering from both Eddie Bauer and Isaac Mizrahi. To learn more about Charmant, visit their website at charmant.com or reach out to us at aquiosalliance.com. Okay, here's here's an interesting one that we that we get questions about all the time. Appointments and and being able to schedule an appointment on on your your website. What what are your thoughts about that? 
I think it's absolutely important to either have the appointment scheduler or the ability to request an appointment online, Um, especially with, again, these younger generations. It's that convenience factor. And from a technology standpoint, right, it allows you to instantaneously potentially gain access to um, scheduling that appointment. You know, for me as a busy mom, Um, a busy working mom, if I think about it in that moment and the office is closed and I'm online at eight o'clock at night after I've put my little one to bed, if I have the ability to schedule online, I'm going to do it. I might forget to call you the next day if that's not an option. So um, I think there's definitely a growing importance to having that as a feature. There's hesitation a lot of times, I think, from our clients regarding that, just because the concerns are that you have to really open up the entirety of their schedule and lose that control um, and and management, right, of the appointments. But most of those technologies today do uh, permit you to kind of um, only allow certain availabilities um, and and customize what's actually accessible to your patients online. So so don't. Um, don't think that it's an all or nothing type situation. You can you can definitely designate which slots that you want available and open um, for your patients to be able to schedule. I like that. And I think that definitely eases a, a lot of, of worry, right? Uh, for for people out there that, that are, are scared to have have that appointment right out there and just say, oh, um, I'll, I'll let my patients control everything. Well, you're not giving up all of that control to that. What you're doing is making that a lot easier for your patients to be able to access your your, your practice. I, I'll, I'll never forget, I had a, a, a doctor that added on an online scheduler and the, the we had a call the, the next week. I said, how How's it going? He's like, it is crazy how many people are scheduling appointments at one thirty in the morning. And I said, yeah, it's a, there, there's a, there's a whole you know there's a, a whole subset of people there that that's that's when they need right. You're not available all the time when um, when when they have the ability to make these appointments. So this particular practice was gaining now patients that they may not have ever seen if they didn't have this option open to them. Well, and I think a lot of times just the world now is a a lot of people look at wanting to do things at that moment. You mean, because we've got, you know, a computer in our pocket where we can, you know, as you're thinking about it, be able to pull it out and make an appointment, people are going to prefer to do that. Even when it's open during business hours, you may have someone like I know millennials, uh, I I am one of those myself. Um, If I can just schedule the appointment online I would rather do that than than have to call the office and, you know, talk to someone. I know many people are like that. Um, so, you know, if they can if they can be able to uh, do it from their phone, then might as well. Heaven forbid your generation actually have a conversation with another human being. <laughs> that would be make your head explode. <laughs> Well, and that just leads to other conveniences that are available online. We know that a lot of our, a lot of our clients are looking at, you know, being able to pay their bill online, um, link to their websites and, and other commerce abilities to, you know, order their content lenses online. Um, and of course, order their frames online. 
Yeah, and you, I love it. You guys, you, it's like you, you, you are are reading a, a script that I have for this. So it, there, there are websites of of today and tomorrow are not websites of the past, right? So when 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 we look at this, there, there are the ability to have features on on a website that we haven't had. So we, we mentioned or started to mention a couple of those. What are some some special features that you've seen on on websites that you think should be on more? Absolutely. Having your optical or the ability to order your contact lenses online is a huge component to right living in the day and age that we are in today. Um, for instance, our uh, Aquios Alliance vendor partner, Optify, any of our clients who have added that to their website have seen success and an increase in capture rate from having the ability to do that shopping online before I come into the practice. Again, with ordering contacts online, it's that convenience factor. I'm able to do it in the moment that I'm thinking about it without calling the practice, right? If it's after hours and you're closed, I wouldn't be able to do that. But having that online feature allows me to. Yeah. And I'll even add, there's the Aquios Alliance vendor, Dr. Contact Lens. That really makes it allow, allowing you to order your contacts online because they'll even have the, the, the prescription is updated directly from that office's EHR. Um, but I think having those conveniences, it's not only driving more traffic to your website, it's keeping your patients off other websites. Just because you don't put it on there and you say, I don't want people to shop online doesn't mean they're not going to. They just can't for your office now. I love that. And it's it, it's so awesome to be able to have a, a lot of these features at at people's fingertips. And, and, and like you said, keep them off other websites. If we can keep them on our website and I think keep them on there longer. That also goes back to, to what Michelle was talking about earlier, helping, helping that, 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 that search engine optimization, helping your, your, you know, your, your Google algorithm is, is, is the longer we can keep people on there. With that, Scott, of the algorithm and keeping people on there, check your keywords to like up, maybe update the paragraphs, update your bios of, you know, sometimes, like I always tell doctors, maybe, you know, at some point refer to yourself as an eye doctor versus an optometrist, just because most patients aren't going to be searching optometrists. They're going to search eye doctor near me. They just don't know the, the, the different terms. So uh, look at that and to see what you updated, but also in the line with updating, uh, are there any specialties you've added? If you've added dry eye, if you like, for example, an IPL, or you've added neuro lenses, add that to your website. So when you talk about it with people and you're making that recommendation, they may say, oh, I know my doctor talked about this to me today, but I can't quite remember what it was. They may go search your website. And if you have nothing on there about it, they're going to say, wait a minute, why was he talking with me about this? He doesn't, they don't, they don't do it. Not, not using that inside baseball is huge. I think we, 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 it's so easy for us to fall into some of these terms because it, we hear it every day. We speak it every single day, but it is mind blowingly sad how many people don't know what an optometrist is, right? But if you ask them about their eye doctor, they're going to tell you exactly what they do. So, you know, re realizing that, that how, how we speak on our, on our websites is important. Speak to the, 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 the common man and woman, right? That, that are out there, the people that are going to be looking. It's not that people are stupid. It's that people just don't know some of the terminology that we use every single day. 
So speaking of, right, some terminology and some things that people might not know about in a world that's uh, increasingly getting shadier with online activity, what about um, including some of those safety features or or, or safety um, wording such as a, a, a notice of privacy practices or talking about good faith estimates, things like that? How important are those to have on your website? Those are also very important, especially from a compliance standpoint. So when you're looking at HIPAA, including that notice of privacy practices on your website is a necessary part of that um, regulation. And same thing with good faith estimates. So you want to ensure if you are using an outside vendor, right, that you do have that notice of privacy practices as well as good faith estimate and any other security or compliance measures that need to be taken applied to to your website. The last thing I want to ask you about is, is something that uh, to me is one of the most important components of, of a website, but it's something that is so hard for us to ask for and to showcase. And that's reviews from your patients. How, how, how important is this to have on your websites in your guys' opinion? I think it's huge in helping to drive patients to your website. Now, the reviews themselves don't necessarily go onto your website, but any patient that you have in the practice asking them, right, to leave you a review is is a huge component to growing um, the number of reviews that you have on Google, which also helps to, to raise your um, listing, if you will, to the top of that Google search, therefore driving more patients to your practice. Now, with that being said, we do see some websites where those reviews are pulled into, um, in, into the website as a testimonial. And that is also another component where it's going to help if you have a shopper looking at your website, it's going to help to right, get them in the mindset that your practice is the one they want to go to. We are consumers that follow masses, right? So I like those five-star reviews on my Amazon and I sure as heck going to pay attention to those when I see them on doctor's website. So it's an, it's an important factor and feature, I think, when you have um, patients that are completely happy and satisfied and and giving you that five-star review that you do have the opportunity of sharing that across all of the mediums, including your website, so that I can, as a a future potential patient, really see that, that you are liked by the masses. I love it. What a, what a great conversation that this has been, and and, and a very important one too. Our, our websites, they are they're one of the most important parts of our team, but one that often goes unnoticed and uncared for oh too often. So um, take the time, make the time, review your website, evaluate what's on there, evaluate the way it looks. Is it still a solid representation of you, your practice, and who you want your patients to see you as? Thank you again, ladies, for another great episode. I appreciate it, and I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. <laughs>